everybody, Coach John Daly here, back again. Today's date, June 4th, 2019. Not that she listens to this, but a happy birthday to my daughter. Uh, she's turning 23 today, so we'll have some nice dinner tonight and some other plans. Don't know what. It's a little crazy at her house, but uh, it's all good. In the house today, Dr. Jeff Lip. We are back doing a Daily and Lip Tuesday together. Uh, and we want to talk about, we just went through a great experience together uh, this past weekend, uh, Lakeshore High School had their graduation, the 96th graduation, I believe, uh, in our storied past, which is very interesting. Heard some people talking about um, when the hundredth one will be. Obviously, it's four years from now, but you know what class will be walking through the hallways then. But um, immediately after, uh, Jeff and I kind of communicated that we wanted to talk about uh, some of these special moments and some of the just overall special things that go on. At a big event like this, was is that fair to say, Jeff? As far as what we wanted to capture, Coach, it's always good to see you in the morning. More than anything like that. And in addition to that, yes, absolutely. I wanted to directly get on your show, and I basically kind of threw myself onto your show, and that's how it went. Love it. And the series of events that took place, and what I witnessed, just honestly standing by your side in regards to a lot of the things that we talked about in regards to the events leading up to graduation, and even at graduation, were quite impactful. And the first person I thought of, not that I didn't hear it consistently in the, obviously the practice, and then obviously going to the graduation ceremony, was about you, mm-hmm. and about leadership, and about like inspiration, honestly. And I was like, you know what, we, we gotta do this. There's just so much great information that is stored within these few days, that people are so busy constantly doing stuff that it's hard to take some time to reflect but I know if I take some time to reflect with you specifically, it'll make me feel better that this experience isn't kind of wasted to a certain mm. extent. You know, and I feel like I want to capture that moment with you. Nice, nice. Because, you know, so many of these moments that happen uh, as seniors graduate, there's the highs and there's the lows. You've seen a lot of both. You know, you were in charge of seniors this year. Is that correct? It was 100% absolutely correct. <laughs> and, you know, it's amazing how much, you know, you have – differences with students in regards to their passion to get to the next level and you're just trying to you know help and support as many of those kids get across that finish line as much as possible some need more motivation than the others you know and some need more opportunities than others but what it always comes down to specifically is the relationship that you have with that student and with the teaching facility or the teaching staff that work at any particular building to help that student across that finish line. It's impactful. It's probably the most, it is not the, it is the most important thing, truthfully. Yeah, there was many days walking uh, across the hallway from my room over to see Jeff uh, in the counseling office, and he had his uh, hands around his head. Um, if he didn't keep his hair so short, he would have been pulling it out probably. Uh, the communication that this man does with uh, letting everybody know where they stand not just students. You know, he, he talks to students face to face. He gets parents involved with emails and phone calls, um, and you were, I think, a direct reason why so many of these kids did finish. As far as being pulled across the finish line, being encouraged, being pushed, you know, clapping for them, yelling at them, you know, getting them a kick in the butt, whatever it took. Um, and I just find that extraordinary because um, the energy and passion that you spend uh, is part of this process that we see kids finishing. And when you say the next level, you know, some of these kids are going out. U of M, you know, Central Michigan, Michigan State, Western, all these different colleges all over the place, but some of them are not. And that next level for them is, hey, I'm done with high school now. Now what? Because watching those kids' faces in, in graduation, 
you know, it's like, oh boy, this it got real for them, you know. Hundred percent. And you know, I'm going to correct you real quick. I don't yell at anybody specifically. Especially I've heard the, <laughs> the paint fall off the wall in here sometimes when Doctor Lip is going off. It's probably a colleague more than anything, but maybe it's, it's not Mister Frost. Is it? You, you correct me up. No, it's not. It's no. Not facil- it's no faculty. It is no students. It's no parents. Honestly, it's. I mean, it's, it's just strictly conversation and. You know, I appreciate the kind of words, but more anything, again, I think it's the relationship that the student has with different teaching facility um, facilities, like teaching different teaching staff, different relationships they've created to get them to the particular point. But again, I think the most important part is when you graduate high school is you contribute back to society somehow, some way. Mm. So uh, I, mean, I know we're going to be talking about that specifically in our podcast today with some of the different speeches that we heard. But more anything, it's giving back to the community, you know, giving back to, you know, society, you know, paying your taxes. You know, I think you're trying to develop citizens that go out there and contribute back to the world that they live in. And I think that's the most important part. So whatever their goal is, is either going to the workforce or going into, obviously, secondary, post-secondary education. Whatever the case may be, it's important that they contribute back to society. Yeah, there's, um, when you talk about the time leading up to graduation, there's a lot of events packed into, you know, that week before. 100%. And so, like, the number one thing is, before we jump into this podcast discussion about the commencement ceremony, really what I want to talk about was specifically what led up to that moment. And what I'm getting at is the one particular moment that stuck out of my mind, and you might have something different, and that's why I want to kind of reflect with you, was the, at commencement ceremony practice. And a lot of people don't realize that you have to get there and practice before you actually participate in the commencement ceremony. It's very important that the students know where they're sitting or with any – it's just logistics behind everything is very, very important to re- recognize. What I wanted to point out was, was on your show or even – I'm sorry, on my show I know, I recently had uh, Ms. Tasha Candela on there. And she created this concept where she is a social media guru in regards to the whole district. And her concept was getting a whole bunch of carnations, having students collect those carnations, and before they exited the commencement ceremony and did their final walkthrough through all the buildings in the district, they would hand a carnation out to people that had the most influence on them in regards to their educational progress within the four years. And so I thought that was tremendous, truthfully. It's it's amazing because these students even go back to the elementary buildings and they give a carnation to one of their elementary teachers. That person had that much of an impact. It's just that that level of emotional support and just growth that they have to give someone that little bit of a reward means everything to somebody. And so I had a great opportunity to stand next to you while they're walking the halls of Lakeshore basically and you basically had a bouquet of flowers, honestly. And I, I, I threw some your way, too, because I know Sue would want them more than anything like that. Now your daughter can get them for her birthday today. But specifically, it was a truly impactful thing for me to see just the amount of you know, students walking by, just giving you something, giving me something, giving everybody something. And just the, even the kind words, not even necessarily the, the carnation, but the kind words. And they were so grateful for these teachers helping them walk across that finish line. It was impactful. I mean, I mean, that's what I experienced. I mean, what did you see, I guess? I think that's very important. Yeah, it, um, the, whole, uh, the whole idea of this that came about years ago, um, great idea for our seniors to do this final walk through the building. Uh, but then there's buses ready that take them over to the middle school. We have one middle school here in our district. So the entire senior class, or at least most of them, get on the bus and go and walk through Kennedy one last time. 
and it's not just the walkthrough. All the classes, all the teachers are out with their students in the hallway cheering them on, giving them hugs, giving them high fives. So they do that, and we only have three elementary buildings in our district, which is kind of nice. You know, we're at a good size uh, that we can do that. Other large school districts would have trouble coordinating all this. Um, so part of it was um, I was one of the first ones that they would see. So I think a lot of them would be just like, hey, i got to get rid of this. Yeah, oh, it's Mr. Daly. Hey, how you doing? Yeah. No, there was some genuine um, uh, heartfelt thanks there and tears and hugs um, and watching people's faces. Um, I heard from some of them later that that was, that was rough for some of them. Right. That final walkthrough. But they got to see some people at Kennedy, and I saw some postings from the elementary too. Um, they made these teachers' days. I mean, it was just yeah. to see these kids. The elementary teachers only have them for the one year. We at least see them around here for four years, plus we get to see them cross the finish line, so to speak. Um, the elementary teachers, a couple of them I talked to, they said, you know what, I saw a face coming at me, remember it, kind kid, awesome kid for me, didn't remember the name right away, but then the carnation struck up a conversation, tears started flowing with these teachers because they, they tend to forget sometimes you know, uh, who that person is that's crossing the finish line. They don't see them too much anymore. So this is a great tie-in that it takes a village. You you do not do this by yourself. And there's so many people that have invested in, in the kids, but the kids got to realize, and everybody else has to understand, they invest in us. Brianna Richardson came back. She graduated early. This is the one that hit me the most. Um, I don't think she, you know, I don't think she had a flower yet, but um, uh, when she came up to me, I was just so happy to see her because um, when she left, I could tell she was emotional on that last day. She kind of just walked out of here. Yeah, and she didn't, she didn't get a chance to say goodbye. I didn't get a chance to say goodbye. That kid, there's a spark in that kid that um, kind of has been with my heart from the standpoint she's sassy, she's got attitude, but she's got energy. That kid's going places, you know. She's got some special stuff. So when I saw her, I, I really broke down. Um, I was so happy to see her come back, and um, it's, it's a final farewell. People don't understand, you know, the educators here, every year we got to go through this, and it's emotional. Um it's in it's in uh, lightning. It's energizing from the standpoint of we do make a difference, and uh, we need that reminder. So that that day, I'm so glad we do that. Other districts, if they could ever pull it off, I think it's magical. I really do. And I think that's why we're on your podcast right now talking about this. So I listen to your podcast to get some leadership tips, more or anything like that. And one of the most impactful things is doing an event like this, where not only can students give back and they're getting something because they're graduating, obviously. But teachers do that, too. They're helping them across that finish line, and they're getting something back from the students. Mm -hmm. That right there is the essence of good leadership. It basically is reciprocation of the giving nature, which is everything, truthfully. And, you know, you and I, we're not billionaires doing this. You know what I'm saying? By no means am I a billionaire making that salary doing this. But you do this for the intrinsic value of connecting with people. And I think this is why, again, why leadership is so valuable and so important is the fact that you have to give back somehow, some way. Whether or not you're a teacher or a student, whatever, a person in the community, that is probably the most important part behind what we do in the human services area. Amen. And you know, this whole ceremony, there's a lot to this. We're looking to the program now. There's a lot of people that have to make this happen. And this past weekend, we had the curveball of the weather to where normally they're like making the call. Uh, about three days ahead of time, whether it's going to be inside or outside. Um, but they, they, the weather report, big shocker, kept changing um, as far as right up to the hour. So I, I think uh, our principal, Ms. Bross, mentioned 
it was going to be like 4.30 in the morning that they were going to make the final call. They had contingency plans for it being inside. They had all these other chairs that they rented, they had another stage ready to go. They had, they, everybody worked their butts off, our custodians, our, our secretaries, everybody in this building um, really worked hard to get everything set up. So there's a lot that goes behind this. Part of the other tradition that was started a few years ago is we follow in, um, we walk in from the gym out to the outside along the building to the football field, uh, and there's bagpipes that lead us. I think that is just so um, emotional. There's so much um, power and uh, positivity with that. There's a lot of history, obviously, with bagpipes, okay? There's energy. It's classy. There's a lot of things that happen with that. Um, some people don't like it. Some people, oh, it's a waste of money. Listen, I'm telling you right now, it's worth it. Uh, it, it adds that special feeling as you come into the stadium and everybody's cheering, and that bagpipe corps is, uh, is leading you. Dr. DiPonio, Dr. Joe DiPonio, who was on my show a couple shows ago, was a big uh, instrument in getting this thing going. Um, his speech was just fantastic. He's a heartfelt 100%. guy. Um, he's lost some marbles over the years, but he got a lot of them back from the standpoint every one of the graduates, or almost all of them, uh, as they shook his hand, had a marble for him. Yes. His pockets were loaded. Yes. And he even talked about it, how uh, that shows to him, there's a lot of laughter, that shows that he's connected with the kids, that they respect him and everything. So some thoughts, Jeff, on, uh, on Dr. D's uh, and the overall you know, ceremony, too. Again, I think his speech was probably the most impactful one. And what makes a great leader a great leader is the, the way that he or she articulates to the public at large. And what his public speaking skills are something that I would love to emulate, honestly. Mm -hmm. But what makes his story and his speech so impactful is the fact that he starts off not, not only like being funny, but he really admits his failures a lot. Mm -hmm. you know? So he started off by basically indicating that you know, when we had our cold days, <laughs> he was, we were one of the few <laughs> districts that remained open. I mean, I think Antarctica closed school down, <laughs> but basically, long story short, he kept our school going, and then he got a lot of slack for that. You know, he really did. And, you know, he was, he was quick to admit that it was probably not the most popular decision. And he used that laughter, that story, to connect with people and to engage them in the rest of his conversation. And the number one thing I pulled from that was that he had this initiative that he wanted at the end to get out there. And that's basically saying that with starting with this particular graduation class, and I think, again, this is why I think this is a great podcast for your leadership show, is you know, we want our alumni to come back and to basically give ways or specific details as to how they're giving back to the community, mm -hmm. whether or not they have 20 minutes within the day to come back and volunteer and read to a classroom. That right there is everything, truthfully. It's the people that go through something, they come back and they give back. That is everything. And to have documented cases now where you can log in and say these are some opportunities within a district or you know within a school that we have for you to come out and go ahead and give back to our school or give back to a district is powerful. Mm -hmm. I think it's everything. Again, like I'm all about servant leadership. I know you yes. are too. This is one way to display that. And it started with a speech that was funny. It connected with people. But it ended up with an overall message of this is how we're going to give back. And starting with you, you are the most important person to go ahead and give back. Amen. And he did such a great job um, from that time, talent, and treasure mindset. If more of society would do that, 
right? There'd be so many great things coming uh, coming back. It'd be it'd be awesome. Little impromptu here. Mr. Matt Smith just walked in the room, and of course he's like, "Oh boy, why did I even walk into the room?" He is on my list of um, part of the the graduation ceremony. Not only for the choir and the music side of things, which the energy and passion that that man has, I tell him year after year, I love watching him direct this choir. He's over there dancing, jumping out of his shoes. But this year, he had the added curveball thrown at him, given to him, whatever, uh, of calling out all the names. And like I told you a couple minutes ago, we had the big curveball of the weather. And it was going to come out sometime, but this is like perfect timing with him coming in. Um, I have never seen somebody handle something so calmly uh, with thunder and lightning in the distance, uh, and we got every name called going across that stage so that every family member and every parent, grandparent out there could you know, take the quick picture, hear their child's name called. But, Matt, you did a fantastic job. Um, I, I think you went overtime this time as far as all the effort and energy you put in. You probably slept really good that night, but welcome. Very impromptu. wasn't part of the plan, but welcome <laughs> yeah. here. Uh, Matt, a couple thoughts on uh, how graduation went. Uh, well, thanks. Uh, again, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, Love this. Not, uh, you know, crash your party here. Um, There's no, no party uh, without you, brother. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, it was it was uh, a great honor to be offered the the opportunity to read all the names at graduation, um, and I, I obviously I didn't take it lightly, and it was it was a lot of fun and a, and a lot of pressure because I was afraid, oh my gosh, you know, how many names am I going to say incorrectly and this and that, you know, and who's going to get upset and how many phone calls and emails are going to be sent, you know, <laughs> you said my name, no, you know, that doesn't you know. happen. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a lot of fun, and you know, we started out at a nice pace, and then uh, uh, Mr. Stevens, uh, you know. Motioned over to me and told me to look at the sky and said, "Okay, we gotta get our uh, gotta get our show on the road here." So uh, started flying through it, but it was a really uh, a very special thing to be part of and a lot of fun. And I love the graduation ceremony. It was it was so classy and it was funny. Where yes, it was moving uh, quickly type of thing, but you said every name. I thought clearly as heck. Not that I was listening for pronunciations and I knew <laughs> oh he screwed up that. I thought you did a fantastic job. It went quick. But it, you, you spent enough time on each kid saying their name clearly, so that it wasn't a, just a running through, next, 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 next. It, was, mm-hmm. it, it moved, but I think you just, I don't know how you oh. do that, but it was, uh, a fantas- it was noticed by a lot of people that you did a great job. Oh, well, well thank you. It was just, you know, I felt, I felt like I was flying through it and rushing through it, and, you know, like I said, I just felt like I wanted to try to give, give each kid their spotlight Amen. as much as they could without having them feel shortchanged or everyone like gonna get soaked right <laughs> absolutely so it was you know we get we got lucky amen that was uh, definitely worked out well as far as the time and, and energy but uh yeah matt was one of the ones that helped pull this off one of the other speakers um was mark delden uh he's the macomb county chief deputy county executive and great story great speaker you talk about you know dr deponio being a great speaker mark delden whose story starts here at lakeshore uh, four generations, I think it was, as far as family people, family members going through Lakeshore Public Schools. Grew up in the community. Still, the family still has a house right over on the other side of the, the student parking lot. Um, but he started here as a custodian, and then he worked his way up to head custodian, director of operations and maintenance. Um, all during these times, getting more degrees, getting more training, picking up more skills. Um, left Lakeshore to become director of maintenance operations, I think, at Chippewa Valley. Worked his way up through assistant superintendent, became superintendent of that district before Mark Hackle tapped him to help him 
start this new form of county government here in Macomb County. Uh, talk about great speaker, the, the, the humor, the lessons, the emotion. Um, he brought his uh, dad and his aunt, uh, lecture class of 1952 and 1953, I think, respectively, on that. They were there in the crowd, got, got a big ovation. The part of tradition, uh, family, history, legacy that that man talked about, I think is something that we want our kids to have at least a mindset of, to at least realize that, you know what, this is a special place. It ain't perfect, but it's a special place. No place is perfect. Um, and part of the history that I think now um, you guys aren't quite old enough yet to start having former students' kids here at school like I am, because uh, that's happened a few times now, um, I think St. Clair Shores has a special place for a lot of people where um, this school, there's a tradition here. Uh, as there are in other schools, but um, Mark Delton did a great job. Just getting your thoughts on, on his speech real quick and some ideas. So the one thing that I took away from his speech is family. Yes. And he basically said in that speech, which will always resonate with me, is the fact that you can never go wrong by picking up the phone and calling your mom and dad. Amen. You have you to do love that. that. You absolutely have to do that. And you know what? You just I didn't know all that background that you gave me before you just got into that whole particular employment history of what he went through. But similar to what Matt was in regards to just reading the names or anything like that, you start off with a game plan in your mind, right? And then all of a sudden, you're like, this is not how it's going to align, right? You know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden, life kind of takes you. But you got to be willing to put in some work. I mean, he put in the work, you know? Uh, Matt put in the work, obviously. I mean, but he had a game plan of how he wanted to set everything up, and then, you know, something comes in, life comes in, and you have to change it up a little bit. You have to be flexible more than anything. But all the ways through that consistent message was to go back and contact your mom and dad. Family is the most important thing. So I think what is very important about different districts, especially school districts, is the fact that this concept of community, this concept yes. of family, I think is very important. And this district is one of the districts where, you know, you feel like you're part of a family to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. There are other districts where you feel like you are a part of a district, but as the district gets larger, the family gets larger, right? And it's hard to connect unless you're willing to make that investment into that relationship, right? Because think about large families in general. You know, like I, it, you know, it takes effort on my end to go out and reach out to somebody. If we don't talk, it's either my fault or their fault. It's no one's fault in general, but really it takes effort. So in districts that are smaller they have that concept of a family and that's really resonated well with his speech that's what the one thing that i picked up specifically amen matt you have any connections that you made with uh mr delden well i, I just like uh, dr lip I, I had no idea of his history going that far back and you know how far he's come that's really it's phenomenal because i mean he was a great speaker to listen to and have at our at our commencement his message was strong it was it it was personalized, it felt like. Yeah, absolutely. Because he has his own personal investment in the district, and his Amen. family does too. And um, and I uh, I fully agree with that feeling of family. You know, mm -hmm. um, I was at a meeting yesterday with um, a lot of colleagues from, um, through the music uh, teaching world, and they're talking about things that they do in their district and how things feel in their district, and we got into this conversation, you know. Um, and... You know, my friends that are part of the larger districts, which will all remain unnamed, mm -hmm. um, but they, we, we had had that conversation of you know, how they how they go unnoticed, or you know they they don't see many teachers in, throughout the building, and it's, there's not a whole lot of connection. But mm -hmm. their programs overall are supported by the district because it, you know what I mean. It's they feel the support, but they don't feel the love. Right. Yeah. You, you know what I mean. And it's, yes. a, it's a big difference. Yes. You know where here. 
um, I definitely feel the support, but I also feel the love. You know, I love walking mm. through the hallways and, and seeing staff members and, you know, high fives and how you doing and this and that and just being able to drop in and have conversations or, you know, watch lessons and, right. they, you know, and it's just really cool and make connections in a whole other way where I don't think that happens everywhere else. Uh, you guys had a, it just, just popped in my head, you guys had a competition out in Grand Rapids recently? Uh, well, we performed in Grand Rapids in January, yes. but we just competed in Orlando uh, last month. So I know, I don't think anybody came down to Orlando to watch you, but you had, um, was it Dr. DiPonio? Yeah, Dr. DiPonio made the trip. Um, It was great to have him there. And I know that we had uh, other administrators that wanted to be there, but there were so many other events going on that, you know, they had to divide and conquer and and be there. But it was was nice to have him there. Because Grand Rapids is, what, a three-hour drive? Two and a half? Uh, We did it, yeah, I think it was about two two and change. Yeah, that's, you know, uh, superintendents in larger districts, you know, Nothing against them. They do great things. Uh, but, again, the small community type of thing, uh, they do have the ability to um, kind of you know, take some things to heart and go and watch some of these people perform wherever that might be. I, th- I think yeah. that's great. Uh, two more points I wanted to qu- quickly hit here. Um, I can hear people out in the hallway, so I know it's getting <laughs> a little bit, uh, hey, there's people showing up now. Um, the, the students that spoke, um, our class president, uh, the salutatorian, the valedictorian, They've always done a great job at all the graduations I've been to. There's something different about this one. Um, they did such a great job. And it started off with Janelle. Uh, Janelle Reef um, was class president. The humor that she had, um, even I think it was when Dr. DiPonio was uh, speaking, um, she, she says she dropped it. I think she kind of threw it or at least helped the, the marble fall and roll across the stage over to his feet. And there's people laughing and picking up on it. He didn't pick up on it. But uh, that girl, I, I love that kid. She's just got great humor. But I, I thanked her afterwards because she talked a little bit about herself, but she really put it on her classmates. There were so many names that she mentioned. I believe it was her, right? Mm-hmm. I better, I'm going yeah. down the right road here. Um, as far as drawing attention to her classmates about all the great things they were doing, you don't see that too often, which I, I really kind of took note to that. Um, was there anything else? Uh, Lauren Livinoy was another speaker. And then Elizabeth. Elizabeth. What was Elizabeth's last name? Deshay. Deshay. Okay, good. Fantastic job. I mean, it has something to be said with, uh, I think it was the top 10 for sure, but was the top 14? You would know all females from the class. Yeah. And then that just is something different that normally you don't see. These these kids just knocked it out of the park. What was it a couple things that you guys caught from uh, our student speakers? Well, I'll be honest with you. Two of them mentioned you in their speeches, which, again, I pick up on these things because not only am I, you know, close with you in regards to these podcasts and whatnot, but one of them actually mentioned the podcast, okay? So they were like, you're an amazing educator, and they mentioned the podcast, okay? Mm-hmm. Which I think, again, the, the small things that you do outside of a classroom and to, to, you know, get them through the finish line again, as I talked about earlier, Sometimes people don't, you don't think they recognize those things, but they actually truly do, yeah. you know, and that's exactly what I'm talking It's the small things that lead up to a much larger reward at the end of it. And for me to hear that, I was like, man, this guy is actually quite impactful. I feel like I'm standing or sitting next to a celebrity, you know, more than anything like that. It's interesting, you know, and I'll, I'll give you, you know, let me give you a further concept. Mr. Smith literally just came in, right? Improv kind of thing, right? It was everything. That's what I'm talking about with family. Like we're walking in, just checking out each other. You know, mm-hmm. that is good family, man. That that, and this is just it just pumped up this podcast ten times more, yeah, in my particular opinion. <laughs> but specifically, again, it's the little things. It's the effort that people show. 
And then when someone says that little small thing, even in a speech, it means everything. Mm -hmm. To me, that's what I heard. And again, I feel like that's why I wanted to make sure that we put this on your show is because of the fact that these people, they recognize what you do specifically. And, you know, same thing for Mr. Smith. They absolutely recognize what people do, and they're grateful for that. And people that show that gratefulness, that love, you know, I think it's, it just means everything in why you do what you want to do. Again, I would love to be a billionaire, but again, I think, you know, you get your success and your accolades in this profession by having people be grateful for what you give them. And to me, that means a lot, truthfully. And that's what I heard in every speech, truthfully. Yeah, it was very heartfelt from all of them. And yeah. It was very real, down to earth. It was great. Matt, what'd you pick up on? Um, well, I mean, there, there's that point of, you know, you are a celebrity around here. You know, <laughs> you know, and, and reading through the shoreline yesterday, every, every page, your name is on every page. You know, and that's, that's, just, that's just, it's so amazing. And, you know, yeah. You, you know, and he says all the little things you do. Nothing you do is little. Nothing you do is little here. Right here. You know what I mean? Kind of, Everything you do is huge. You're so impactful. You like, you are Mr. Lakeshore for me. You know, what I mean? you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's, that's what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just an honor to be your colleague and be your friend and be able to work with you. Um, but another thing that I had noticed um, in the speeches is the the selflessness that um, the, the speakers um, gave. Yes. Um, and that's something I noticed through all the through all my interactions with the senior class this year, is that they were such a selfless mm. class. They gave so much themselves to each other. They did. And, and to the, and the community here. You know, um, this, for me personally, was the hardest senior class for me to say goodbye to. Mm. I mean, it was only my sixth one, but um, this was the hardest for me uh, just to see that senior class go because they were so strong in so many ways um, mm. in representing us and helping each other and, and just being successful students. Yeah, you're, that's a great point. I love that point that you brought up. This whole celebrity thing, you guys got to be thinking of John Daly the golfer, which, you know, I always tell my kids, you know, if, if, you, if people Google your name, what are they going to find? So we try and do stuff in class. <laughs> they have a, a positive digital footprint with their Weebly and their digital portfolio and their blogs and all that. When people Google my name, guess who you're finding? <laughs> It's not me. It's 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 the pants. It's the it's the uh, bigger physique that uh, the other guy has. It's the driver, the cover, you know, the lion head that he has. But uh, no, I appreciate the, your kind words. And let me tell you, both of you are uh, just two of many here that um, not only do I lean on, but there's a reason I do what I do. It's because of you guys, because you invest in me so so heavily. And I thank you so much. I got to sneak this in. I'm sorry. Like so, Google my name. Right, Google Jeff Lip. Okay, so the Doctor Lip podcast comes up right away. You click on images, your image shows up. The Coach Suits <laughs> Expect Success image shows up. So I'm gonna let you know that. Okay, so regardless of John Daly the golfer, John Daly, the podcaster is here, present. So I gotta make sure I note that. And Mr. I, Smith is looking that up right now. I do appreciate so. that. Um, I, I think we should also try and find uh, that sleep aid that you keep talking about is is your dissertation that's out there. You keep telling the kids, if you want to go to sleep, you just read that well, hundred and whatever that's, page. That's my hook to get them in and to like make sure they, you know, I believe in good sleep, right? right. So if you want to read it's my important. dissertation, Google my full name, and then you'll sleep like there's no tomorrow, honestly. Uh, the last point real quickly <laughs> as, we, as we wrap up and we get our day going. Um, I saw a couple posts about people celebrating in graduations. There's always the high achievers. There's always the awards. But there's always the average kids. That, um, like we talked about at the beginning, there's a lot of kids that they, you know, whether they barely made it, they made it at the end, <clears throat> whatever. Their grade point isn't where everybody else's is, but they work their butts off. And so many of them, 
got so much out of that experience. Yes, they procrastinated. Yes, they put stuff off. Yes, they did blah, blah, blah. I'm one of those average students. I was like a two eight two nine high school student. It got better in college. But um, there's that celebratory fact of the average kid, too, I think. And I think um, Lakeshore does a great job at like honors night, the term honors night. I had so many kids ask me, do I get to go? Should I go? Or is there any reason for me to go? They celebrate each and every student of the graduating class. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of those kids that we see very soon after, they're doing great stuff. That whole definition of success that I keep bringing up is different for everybody. Those puzzle pieces that you put into your uh, puzzle are different for everybody. I think there's the average you know, people that just do a fantastic job. Jim Valvano said it. Average people do extraordinary things mm-hmm. each and every day of our lives. Mm-hmm. And we cannot forget about that. And I, I just love the way that, um, you know, Dr. Lip, there's plenty. There, you knew you knew the whole class. There's names that I don't know, but you knew everybody because you deal with everybody. The hugs that you were getting there at the end of the stage, I was worried for you because I thought they were going to push you right off the end. <laughs> he was at the end of the stage behind me, everybody. And the people that were coming up to him after me, uh, the big hugs that he was getting, um, I was afraid that he was going to fall off the stage because I think just about every kid hugged you, and you you know more of the stories, the background of these kids. So there's also that side of things that I just wanted to get out there. Your thoughts? So again, I don't look at it as average. I look at you know some were able to find their passion earlier than others, right? Yes. So everyone is born with a gift, yes. or anything, Amen. Like that. and yep. I truly believe that. I, I believe that you know you're, everyone's given a God-given ability in somehow, some way. Right. Whether or not you find that earlier than others, that's great. But if you find it earlier, you save yourself a little bit more time, yes. right? So that's the reason why you want to expose yourself to as many things as possible that you have an interest in, that you can find that ability to tap into. So you say average. I don't look at it as average. I look at it as a way to say, listen, if you haven't found your passion yet, there's still time, mm-hmm. right? And if you want to be more to contribute to the society again, find that passion. Because I guarantee once you connect with that particular passion – Nothing will stop you, yeah. truthfully. Amen. I mean, I'm a look at, I look at Mr. Smith, I look at music instantaneously. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I look at it. And, like, when I see the passion that people actually have, it doesn't matter if you get paid for it or not to a certain extent. You know that it's always going to be there because mm-hmm. it's something that you tap into. Everyone has that. I guarantee it. Everyone has that. If yep. your passion is sleeping, that's great. You know what I'm saying? There's, a, there's <laughs> something to do about that. There's a passion to it. I promise you. But you yeah. got to find it. Yeah, the music part that you just said with uh, with Matt's class. 100%. There's kids that um, in my class, yeah, they do some work, but boy, when I see them on stage, it's like, oh my god, look at look at they're jumping out of their yeah. shoes. They are just look at listen to that voice. Oh my, I never heard the kid even talk in class, but they have this booming voice. So there's that side of life too. So Matt, I'm sure you see that uh, in your classes. Oh yeah, I, I see it all the time, and and I love how you say we. It's just they're they've got to find their passion. Yeah, that's the best way to put it. Um, and, you know, and that's, it, I just love how it gets celebrated for everybody, mm. you know, and um, when I have kids ask me, well, should I go? Do I get to go to Honors Night? And I say, yes, they're honoring you for graduating. Absolutely. They're honoring, honoring Absolutely. you for completing the coursework and doing these four years, you know, here and actually the 12 years, you know, of schooling. You reach this point. You have your diploma, you know, you're going on to do greater things. Big celebration. And, uh, you know, they look so Okay, well, but what if I'm not getting any scholarships? That's okay. You know, they're still going to honor you for your achievements, you know, yeah. and uh, it, it, it really is a nice thing, and I, and I love how, mm-hmm. I just, I love the way you phrase that. I'm going to mm-hmm. look at that that way now. That's yeah. the good no, way to put it. That's a great way. The average could be a label that gets put on there. Okay, well, there's my grade point. 
but right. that doesn't define me. Right. There's so much more to me, and, the, and these kids need to see that because I mm-hmm. think sometimes they see their grade point, that defines them, or their their group status, or their friends. There's so many more things inside of that, and that's why, Dr. Lip, you know the backstory of some of these kids, which is yeah. just, which is just fantastic. I do love the fact that we do celebrate that because um, I don't think life does sometimes as we get older. We, we lose touch of that uh, a little bit. Uh, gentlemen, this was fantastic. I, I loved uh, getting my day started like this. Uh, this is a great talk, great conversation. Um, we are so blessed to um, have these kids. And, again, I keep telling them, the kids don't realize what an impact they have on us. Um, and, again, yeah, we're not billionaires, but I look at a lot of friends that I've grown up with that are off doing other things. They're doing great. They're happy. That's fantastic. I am, too. I, there's, there's not many times I look back and, oh, I wish I would have done this. I wish I should have done it. No, th- I am right where I'm supposed to be. This is something that just fills me up. Um, my life definitely has been blessed by these kids and, and you guys working with, with colleagues like you. So thank you so much. Can I just mention one quick thing? Of course, I think you got the microphone. Of course you can. <laughs> one of the things I think you should do, especially with a podcast like this, is that you know, as people listen to your podcast, other districts from around the state, around the world, are reaching out. You know, and I think Coach Rucker, am I correct on that? Yep, down okay. in Texas, yep. So you mentioned to him, to me, a lot, you know, and I would love to go down to Houston and, you know, maybe visit with Coach. But maybe get him on the podcast with you. Mm-hmm. I'm just calling Coach Rucker out. I don't even know who he is. <laughs> but basically, get him on and, you know, reflect how some states do it. Reflect how different leadership styles are presented in different places. Mm-hmm. And I think it's good to kind of, like, learn, you know That's what I'm saying, point. and kind of, like, gain insight because I think experience is powerful. Yep. So, again, I think this is why I wanted to encourage you to do something like this because there's not a lot of things that people talk about. They talk about the the joyous moments behind these things. But there was so much prep work that went into this. It was disgusting, truthfully. I mean, it was overwhelming to a certain extent. You know what I'm saying? And it does take a village, more anything like that. But, again, I think everyone does it because at the end of the day, the reward to see them go across that finish line means everything to everybody. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, great point to wrap it up. Yeah, we do, you know. We as teachers and coaches, we beg, borrow, and steal ideas from <laughs> from other schools, other coaches, right, other teams, and that's that's what we need to do. Uh, that's a great point. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll get Coach Record on here and uh, see what he has to share from down in Texas because I know that they do things a little bit bigger sometimes uh, down in Texas. Well, thank you guys. Uh, appreciate you coming in, Matt. Great impromptu being thrown right into the chair. You just you nailed it. I loved it. Um, so hey, keep in touch, you guys. If anybody has any questions for either one of these two, uh, Matt Smith is. Probably thinking in his head right now, I need to get a podcast going because he'd be awesome. <laughs> he'd be awesome at, at this, really. He's got so much to offer. Um, so, again, reach out to, to me over uh, on Facebook at coach to expect success over on Twitter at Coach2Success, and on Instagram at Coach John Daly, and, of course, Coach2ExpectSuccess.com. That book list is there on the homepage. My, you can contact me there, too. But check out that book list. Here it is, beginning of June. Summertime is a fantastic time to grab a book. And read. You get a little bit, hopefully, more relaxed time during the summer. I don't know. I don't. Everybody doesn't, but uh, find one of those books. I think can make a difference for you. Okay. All right, you guys. Keep taking care of yourselves and each other, and we'll talk again soon. See you.